0: welcome back everyone to another episode of empower Them with, with me emma q so today on the pod i have the beautiful jess redden she is just a ray of sunshine i absolutely love following her on instagram and you know she's so vulnerable she's so open about everything she's been through in life today on the pod we're going to be talking about grief and um, you know her father only passed away two years ago and how she actually you know lives with it how she gets through it as well it's something she you have to live with grief also from turning her self-sabotage into positivity and being her own cheerleader it is such a gorgeous episode and here it is welcome to the pod gorgeous girl Jess Reddy
1: thank you Emma thanks so much for having me today
0: oh thank you I've been dying to get you on because like if you don't know, well, I think you do know Jess, right? There's like I'm gonna do an you'll listen to my intro, anyways. I always do an intro, but I think you're just a ray of sunshine to everyone on Instagram, and you're very real about you know what you've been through. You're very real on your journey, and as well, I'm like, How the F do you do it all? Like, look after your body, look after your well-being. Like you really do tick all the boxes, like you're my go-to person. If I'm like, okay, what vitamins do I need to take? Okay. What recipe do I need to look at? Okay. What skin's going on here? Like, you're just like the one stop shop. Like, and for me, like, a big thing is you always just have such a gorgeous outlook on life. Like, how do you kind of like cope with that as well? Like,
1: thank you so much. They are honestly like, that is so <laughs> humbling to hear that. But I think it is a trait that I like most about myself. Yeah. Um, I think that we do live in this culture that discourages praising ourselves. So when I reverse that and I actually embrace and acknowledge, you know, all my positive attributes and the things like, you know, allowing myself to be proud and happy, that's encouraged this positive mindset that I do have and that I take into most days. Of course, like not every day is going to be amazing and it's super, and but I will always come home and I'll always just practice gratitude for all the things that have gone right, you know? So I think for me, having a positive outlook, it's just, it's so important and it's kind of just the core of who I am, really
0: and where did that come from?
1: Um, I suppose after years of like self-sabotage and always thinking I'm not good enough or you know I'm never gonna get that job or I'm not pretty enough or I'm not and that was such a negative space to be in and I was always rushing 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 through life and then I went away to Australia and I just slowed everything down and as I was speaking about there like praising who I am and all of my good attributes and when I started Mm. to change my mindset and think to myself do you know what I actually am a good person like everything just changed for me I find that so transformative.
0: Wow like and I can totally notice that as well because I only met you I met Jess a few years ago well I always followed you and then I met you in person when we went to the Kevin Murphy event and I was like you're just my kind of person like I just love your outlook and you've been like we everyone has been through hard times but you can totally notice that shift in your energy as well on top of everything but like the one thing I absolutely like adore as well about you is you are very vulnerable about like your self-sabotage about your journey about your own struggles as well like whether it was your weight online bullying as well how do you navigate yourself back to like you know showing yourself kindness and like dealing with those times because like you said we deal with those times all the time even me I get those times as well but well, how do you get yourself out of that, or how do you deal with that?
1: Dealing with what's going on in your life, or sharing it.
0: Both. Both.
1: But I suppose dealing with what's going on, like, of course, as you just said, nobody has plain sailing through life. There's always downs, mm. and I think I used to very much internalise everything, and I would never talk to my friends or my family or my husband, and I would just keep going through life, not knowing what was ahead of me, but just running, but not knowing where I was running to. Whereas now I will always talk talk to my mom, I'll talk to my husband, I'll talk to all my friends about anything that is troubling me. Mm -hmm. And I always say like talking is therapy and getting it out there. It just helps. Like even if you don't have the solutions, not everybody has the answers to the problems. But when you're facing those problems with people around you and with support, they just seem less difficult to go through.
0: Yeah, no, definitely. And it's leaning on those people because I think sometimes as well, don't people like you kind of, you nearly get the stories in your head. You feel alone, like no one's here to help me. No one here is to understand. But all it takes is just that phone call, that conversation.
1: Totally. And I think as well, like we all face challenges in life, but you have to realize that you can't control those. But what you can control is your reaction to them. And over the last few years, I've really developed how I react to situations. You know, a bad day doesn't equal a bad life. Or if something's mm. not going your way, that's not permanent and you know time doesn't wait for anybody it keeps moving and you have to keep moving too.
0: Yeah and do you want to like do you want to share an example for like to help people as well where you did have a bad say situation or scenario where now that you look back you're like oh my god I handle that so well.
1: Well I suppose the, the thing I talk most about and that it was the scariest for me and the most vulnerable I've been is losing dad because oh, yeah. even talking about it, like how long has it been now two years two and a half years yeah and then when I first went online I'll actually never forget it like, I was like oh I'll just put it out there because what was helping me at the time was listening to podcasts mm. but I did really I felt like there just wasn't that much help out there that much advice or guidance and of course like there's no advice or guidance that's going to get you through it but just hearing people going yeah. through the same thing helps so I decided to share my story yeah and I was inundated with love and support And I thought, you know what, I'm just going to keep talking about how I'm feeling because it was like therapy for me. But then it was also helping other people. And I think that's what encouraged me to share what I'm going through in life. And Mm. you're not everyone's cup of tea. And some people will think, oh, my God, would she stop going on about that? Or would she not do this? But again, like it's your life. It's not their life. If someone has a problem with you, my opinion is the problem is with them, Mm. you know, like your close friends and family. That's all that I focus on Um, and all the background noise. It's just quiet to me. So.
0: Yeah, and that's one thing that I definitely admire about you so much because like losing such a loved one like that, like I could you know, you can nearly feel that like and it's still like grief is is raw within itself, like it never goes away, ever. It's always there, but it's it's letting it flow and come and go. Do you know that way? Like, and you know, even dealing with that, like now, because I know you messed me, you said you're away with your mom and your sister and all, like, you know, but like, yeah, that must be so hard.
1: I think it comes up at, like, the most random times because I'll be fine, fine, fine. And then even yesterday in work, I had, oh, I know you're not supposed to have favorite customers, but I do have one favorite. And are allowed to have favorite customers. Yeah. <laughs> but she came in and she recently lost her husband and she was just talking me through, you know, the end stages and being in the hospital and how grateful she was that she was there with her children when he passed. And, you know, like that, all of a sudden, I just burst into tears. And she's like, oh, God, because she wouldn't know my background, you know. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was yeah, yeah. nice to just be in that moment together and you know it's, and I told her obviously like the same yeah. thing me, and I was so grateful that I was there as well because a lot of people didn't have that and um, because it was through COVID as well but thankfully, we were allowed in for those last kind of couple of days um, and yeah. so yeah
0: I know and it can, it can be so hard because even like for me I remember when my my granddad and both my nana but they're both from you know both them. Um, one's my mom and one's my dad and I would have been like and I've never talked about this actually either and like my grandparents are like my best friends like I swear to god they're like my they're more like sorry mom and dad they're like my parents do you know that way and we grew up with them and when my my nana passed away it would be god it'd be would it be 4 years it's not 2019 it'd be 4 years ago and I actually have a tattoo 1111 on my elbow because she died 1111 mm-hmm. and that's my spiritual number as well so that really means something to me but even talking about it as well it does pull on your heartstrings and you get that lump in your throat because I have yeah. a picture of her beside my bed and everything like that and like it is mad that like it it's so much emotion when you think about it but then at the at, at the end of it it's like I was there till the very end. And then when it's even thinking of it, it's like, do you know what I celebrated that like that life with them? Um, I was there until the very end. Like it it is really hard, even when you reflect on, oh my God. But when you're there, you're like, oh my God, I was there until the very last minute. Like, and that like that brings me so much joy, like and nearly like closure at the same time. And it is so weird. I do think it's something we don't talk about, is grief, is passing on is how we deal with it and it's like it's such a gray area as well isn't it you don't see there's not there's not much access to that like everyone's always sharing you know the wonders of the world and everything but like it's these things behind closed doors that are actually can be really hard
1: totally like I remember at the time people would say to me oh time's going to heal everything but when you're in it like no words can actually help you so it's just hearing people supporting you like there's no right or wrong thing to say but yeah. I guess back even though it's been two years now time really does heal like I'll walk out now I'll see a rainbow and I'll smile whereas mm. if I didn't leave the house before and seeing a rainbow I would burst into tears I'd have to go back home because I was too upset I was too anxious and you have to allow all those feelings to come and not yeah. berate yourself for feeling them as well you know I always think just time heals all
0: yeah and that's so powerful within itself is like time is a healer you're saying be kind to yourself you know what I mean like take your time because we always nearly want to rush to the end and go I just want to feel better but you're blocking out those feelings like what you said Justin you're such an advocate of like feeling your feelings writing down reading self-discovery as well like it is it's such a magical thing discovering yourself as well like and even like what you said about the self-sabotage like talk to me about that then like where what thoughts used to go come here I go through as well don't get me wrong and that's something I'm working on but it's like you know and it still comes and goes like but you know where did you get to the point where you were like, here, look this. I am actually, I, I'm sick of this now. I want to go. I want to change the narrative in my head.
1: Yeah. And I think I used to listen to all of these podcasts and they would always talk about, and it was people that used to self-sabotage. And yeah. I couldn't really identify it. I knew I had negative behaviors and negative traits, but I couldn't quite put my finger on why I was so. Yeah, yeah. I was so miserable. And these people would always talk, go back to meditation and mindfulness. And then at the time I was like, oh, you know, I'd roll my eyes and I'd think, what is sitting there on my own going to do for myself? But I really harness like every single morning. I won't leave that door until I have only just five minutes to myself each day and really just grind myself. And it's just changed my whole thought process. And so I would say if you are in that situation where you're self-sabotaging, do give meditation or mindfulness a chance because I really have so much to you know credit
0: that with oh I can totally hear sure I was I'm on my own journey as well even like I always share as well if I didn't find mindfulness where when was that about two years ago and I was at the point in my own head I was like I'm sick of living in the past like I can't and springing towards the future and it was like covid numbers I was like (laughs) no I, I can't cope with this and I started to live more mindfully yeah and it definitely changed my outlook but saying that as well I love one thing that like I definitely say like Jess motivates me the most on Insta as well I do take that take that compliment girl (laughs) I just think you know I love seeing your routine I love like there she is moving her body there she is doing like you know reading you really show everything what I want to know cool. your routine. I want to know Jess's routine. Okay, everyone, we need to get the notebook, the pen. This is what this is her miracle morning routine, Anna. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I'm so boring because like everything you know? is the same, the same, same, but like it works for but me. It, exactly, it works. Yeah, yeah. But I guess I'm definitely a morning person. I'm yes. not an evening person. I've tried it. Like Rob would be like, come on, we'll stay up and watch a movie. I'm like, it's eight o'clock. We're going up to bed shortly. No way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I'm kind of
0: similar. Yeah.
1: I just I'm not a night owl so I suppose whatever works for you but yeah. usually, I guess my typical morning routine would be I wake up around half five six but I'll try yeah. and I'm trying to stay in bed longer like now being pregnant and everything as well I know congrats I as well <laughs> thank you but um I guess I used to just constantly be go 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 yeah and since finding out that we were pregnant I was like I need to slow down I need to pull the reins back and I thought that meant kind of giving up my old life and you know figuring out something new but it's it's like my life but better again because I get to you know sleep in in the mornings but I still well for me a sleep in is like half six
0: (laughs) wow that extra half an hour girl that's for bump yeah that's for you
1: and then I always prep my gym clothes and everything else the night before and then I'll go off and do I do a group workout class because I find that really motivating yeah have something booked you're way less likely to cancel it because if you're just going to the gym or if you're going to go for a walk you're way more inclined to snooze and I actually just love the environment of being around other people and um, so I do that three times a week and then if I'm not doing that I'll do my own kind of stretching or yoga um, or online workouts as well I find are, are helping me at the minute um, and then I do my calm app before work for 10 minutes and then I have my breakfast journal a little bit and then I go off to work um, and then when I come home I'm so drained after work so for me it's just important to put my devices away like I with Instagram and stuff it's hard to manage the two like working in a pharmacy full-time and then having an online presence but I just promised myself this year again it was another thing when Bump came along that I said I'm not going to go on my phone when I get home from work so I rarely do that anymore and I find that really helpful as well.
0: Yeah that's that's like really good and it's so achievable what you're doing as well because I do think a lot of people are like I don't have the time I don't have the time but I actually listen to something as well and it's like if you have the time to call your friend for 10 minutes to scroll on your phone for 10 minutes to go get a coffee or whatever it is you have those 10 minutes to whether it's sit out the back garden you know just be not be on your phone for five minutes to do the calm app as well like and how how have you noticed doing those things for you in the morning have improved your mindset you know your headspace, your own you know self-compassion towards yourself
1: i think they've changed how i operate day to day how i deal and handle stress so like who i work with i love who i work with they've even said to me recently like gosh you always just say stay so calm even when there's like chaos going on um and I think that is down to taking those quiet moments for myself practicing my meditation doing calm because you know when stress hits I'm able to then not stop it in its tracks you can never stop it but I can just react more calmly to it I guess
0: yeah I love that as well because for me as well I can totally resonate with it like through doing your mindfulness your meditation as well like we're so fond of reacting in situations instead of responding and allowing ourselves that time and that space to just be like how do I want to respond to that I don't need to react like that's not me that's just it's not my true self saying like nearly showing up um. but then talking about your routine right one thing I've been dying to talk and I think everyone it was like kind of like an episode of the Truman show okay you know I what I'm going to talk about <laughs> yeah. so okay so Jess went to Australia over to her hubby and you were going over weren't you and you needed to do it was during lockdown you had to do two weeks quarantine in australia she was locked away in a box no joke (laughs) oh come here everyone tuned in every day like what is jess up to like talk to me about this because i literally was like how is this girl not having a breakdown crying and she's like doing a 5k in hotel room (laughs) i was like no other person does that We
1: look back on it now and we're like, that was actually really strange. Like 14 days in a room that had no windows, like you couldn't open the windows and you couldn't leave the room. And the food, oh my God, I don't know if you
0: saw some of the food. Oh, I got the lowdown. I was like, what's she getting today? What's she getting today?
1: It was awful. So like Breakfast Roulette was like the highlight because oh, it was just so bad. But I guess routine really worked for us there because we just did, we had such a routine for each day and we never stayed up late you know like 10 o'clock was bedtime and it was just so nice like I actually feel really grateful for those 14 days because for me anyway so dad had just passed three months previously and there was it was all up in the air whether I was going to go or not because I was like I can't leave my mom I can't leave my family what what am I going to do here and then you know I got to tell dad about this opportunity and he was like you need to go you need to go to Perth take this time out for yourself step away from college and just be with Rob and I was, so that was always in the back of my mind and it was the best thing I ever did. So I think I had this profound sense of gratitude for life after losing someone And each day that we woke up, I was like, okay, this is what we're doing today. Like I'm doing a bit of French, you're doing a bit of Spanish. We're going to do our workouts and it was just so nice. And we spent New Year's Eve there together and it was my favorite New Year's. We pushed the beds up to the the window that didn't open and we watched the fireworks and we got a bottle of wine. You were like one, wine, one bottle of wine a night and um, so we actually stashed up from the night before and had two bottles but it was just lovely it was really nice and I just feel grateful that we got to, to have that opportunity together
0: yeah and like how like I just I'm still flabbergasted I'm like I want to know your routine then of the day because I remember you were writing down you're like learning a language yeah. um, journaling today I'm like oh my god I'd be you literally
1: so I was learning Spanish on Geolingo, which is a fabulous app if you are looking to learn <laughs> and then it came in handy because some of the girls on the team were from Argentina and they have very little English. So I remember we were all out at this like welcome thing and I'd never done Spanish before I did French in school. But out of nowhere, I was just speaking like almost fluent Spanish to these Argentinian girls and everyone was like, oh, Rob was like, is that the Spanish that you've learned in the last two weeks, I was like, yeah. So it was actually really handy, um, but we did, yeah. So I did my, I'd wake up, we'd have our brekkie, uh, we'd call down to reception for our coffees, which were delicious. And then we would do a workout together. And then I'd do my French or Spanish les- lessons. And then we'd FaceTime home. And then the afternoon, we just do random things. Like, I'd learn how to do French braids or Irish dancing or, like, just random, random things. And then the evening, we started um, This Is Us on Amazon Prime. And that really just kept us going.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. Like, literally, there should have been, like, Nobel Prizes going out to, like, who can actually... And oh, come here, did you just kill each other at all?
1: No, we didn't <laughs> have one
0: fight. That's amazing.
1: <laughs> yeah, it actually is. It's so special. But I guess, like, Rob... He is amazing, you know, he's my best friend. And I think if I had to do that with anyone else, there would have been killings and it just would not have gone well. But doing that with your best friend, I think there's nobody else I could have done that with.
0: Oh, (laughs) I love that for you. (laughs) I know, I definitely end up killing my boyfriend 100%. Because we're so opposite. Like, we are literally opposite of each other, like. Yeah. 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 And come here, like, did you love Australia? I lived there for two years. Did you? I didn't know that. Yeah, (laughs) I was... Yeah, I lived in Perth for a year and then Sydney. Oh, Perth. Like, I just want... You were Perth, weren't you? yeah. Yeah, and I was looking and I was like, look, Jess, going down to Scarborough.
1: Scarves, I loved it. Yeah, what,
0: like, did you love it? How long were you there again?
1: Um, Was it nine months?
0: It was around, yeah, it
1: was six to nine months. I think I had to go home early because I had to go back and deal with real life and go back to college and all the rest of it. And then Rob stayed on to play rugby still for another kind of two months yeah. after that. so the guy was there six months and he was there about nothing
0: and like what did you love most about it like you know
1: what didn't I love it was just amazing every day I'm like do you want to go back there but I just loved the routine so like you'd wake up half five six you'd go out for your swim first thing in the morning you'd get that. your coffees and everybody was just so nice I think it's the vitamin d and the sun and living outdoors like, I just feel bad for parents here because, you know, having, trying to plan a barbecue or a kid's party outdoors, you can't, you have to bring your wellies, you have to bring, whereas there, like, everyone's just running along the beach and people are so nice, they'll just stop you in the street and be like, oh, how's your day going? Or Whereas here, if someone said that she would be like, uh, what is wrong with that? You know, it's just, it's yeah. such a culture. Um, and I loved all the food there, I loved my friends, I started golf, which I loved. Oh yeah, I remember that. I had time to myself and it was just, I love the life over there. I definitely would go back.
0: Yeah, it is. It's such a lifestyle, isn't it? Like I remember when I lived in Oz as well like oh I remember they used to have the little the toddlers surf club and they were all about three to five I'd say learning how to surf and swim now this is at like seven o'clock in the morning before school or yeah yeah, before the you know the sun comes up and like everyone's out at like half six before work they're swimming they're walking they're surfing and it's just like that is the vibe and I remember I would have went to Say I would have worked during the day, but then after that, like your evening was, you just you walk down, you get a bit of dinner, a bit of Thai, and then we'd walk to the beach and get an ice cream. It's just like every day is like summer for at least say six, seven months of the year. It's just fab, and even in the winter time, it's still like our weather, and it's just gorgeous.
1: So nice because you don't even have to have any plans. Whereas here, Mm. you know, there's not much to do when the weather's not great.
0: And it hasn't been fucking great. Like literally. It's like <laughs> caught a girl a break. Like, do you know that way? Yeah. Yeah. And have you got any holidays plans?
1: Um we are going to Portugal for Easter. So I'm gonna do Portugal. three or four days over there, which will be really nice. But apart from that, oh actually our my brother in law is getting married in Portugal in June as well. So we'll be going there for a week too.
0: Oh nice. Nice. And will you still have your routine now? When? when? when you're on your holidays do you do your routine on your holidays
1: yeah I kind of do everyone thinks I'm a freak but it works for me so
0: I keep it going <laughs> yeah no 100% because I do you know what's so funny like that you say that so I remember I went to Turkey last year and I was going that was like our first proper like holiday together um because I got with my boyfriend say during um during COVID yeah I mean never had that time together and I was doing Reiki level one and you have to meditate for an hour for every single day right. and when i was away i had to finish off i think i had like 5 days or six, like 5 days left out of the week and i had to meditate and i remember doing it i still did that but i i know when i do that like when i meditate like oh my god i literally just float in on a cloud like he could be ranting about something and i'm like yeah,
1: yeah that's yeah. the thing like it really does whatever works it boosts my happy hormones i feel great afterwards you know like most people love their lions and that's what gives them buzz and that's great but for me like I just can't do that I can't stay in bed I need to get up I need to go for a walk listen to a podcast and then start Um, writing.
0: And one thing I need to know as well what are you listening what are you reading to because you're a little bookworm as well.
1: I love books oh but it's so annoying when you read them on your kindle I feel like you never know the names of them and but I did read uh, my favorite is crime fiction I just love crime fiction um and I read Liz Nugent's new one it was really good and then I also do love those kind of like self-help and reflective books as well and Jerry Hussey has a brilliant one I think you've put that up before the Awakening and I had
0: him on my podcast
1: oh he's fab isn't he? he's brilliant
0: oh like I love Jerry as well so Jerry would have been on I think episode three of season three so only about three episodes back Mm -hmm. I was on a soul space community as well yeah. So I uh, literally, I remember seeing him a few years ago at Fest, and I was like, oh my God, he's my kind of, like, he's just so beautiful at what he does. Yeah. And then when I read his book, Awaken Your Power Within, I was like, wow, like amazing. Absolutely love that book as well. So like, t- talk to me your top, like your self-help books. And I hate the word kind of self-help. Oh, no. It's
1: just, yeah, it's, it's just, like, yeah. I don't I, know I, term them though.
0: I like to say self-discovery
1: yeah self-discovery is a nice one or reflective yeah I like yeah because we're
0: discovering ourselves we're curious we're figuring shit out i'm not i am helping myself but it's not like oh uh, like self-help you know you know what i mean
1: so i suppose my favorite self-discovery books
0: self-discovery
1: awaken your power within yeah uh, comic habits i really liked as well i just thought it was so like interesting same i really liked that one and then i started a new one actually the four agreements and it's really good so far love that it's um so and by Rosie I can't remember her name Roxy Nafusi that's it that's it yeah, yeah. that one um and then what's the other one oh the, the four people you meet in heaven is not the name of it yeah I like all those books because you're always kind of learning something new or I have a great little one it's like this size um I think it's called stress resilient but it's just like practical little yeah magical- to get through stressful situations
0: I saw that have you ever read right one of my favorite books is The Alchemist no I need to write that down oh my god Yes. Yeah, so it's it's kind of, it is a self-discovery book, so you can read it in two ways, okay? It's the type of book where it, you can kind of be like, is this a bit of a Lord of the Rings book? Because it's quite magical and whimsical and alchemy and this man. But there is so much meaning behind it if you are into Like, I'm telling you, I love it. The Alchemist, it's gorgeous. Read, like, it's one of my favorite books. I'm going to get that. For it's my so good. And what else am I reading? I'm reading, actually, Brene Brown's Atlas I of love- the Heart
1: yes the fabulous
0: yeah it's just really good for understanding all the different labels of emotions and especially as a society of an Irish person we get I'm grand
1: yeah yeah
0: (laughs) I I find that really good as well what else what else am I reading as well um I can't always have about two or three on the go I'm really weird I can't do that I can't cheat on another book well, see, I read self-help and then fiction. Okay. So like self-help or self-discovery in the morning. And then yeah. I'm on a Colleen Hoover then and, and the nighttime.
1: Oh, yeah. Did you read her Verity? Did you like that one? So dark. Yeah.
0: yeah so dark. Because <laughs> I, I, I started this ends with, sorry, this starts with, is it? no this ends, ends with up. us yeah Start, yeah done that and i was like oh my god unreal and then i was like which one will i do next and i done verity and i actually was a bit like ptsd from that like. yeah it
1: is it's quite creepy like i remember going to bed being like oh god i'm a little like freaked out after reading
0: that yeah i was like what the hell's going on like it was so <laughs> weird anyways like so weird so right and then what else was i going to say to you yeah i do love all the books like i'll be there forever and also are you doing are you going to wellfest
1: when is wellfest is it's it May-,
0: May like four or five weeks
1: it probably will yeah definitely
0: i love it i go every year it was in kilmainham actually wasn't it the last it's week? on every year yeah it and i'm doing a talk there oh wow I'll yeah it. and it's so mad because even i was talking to them, them to the guys who i'm with tomorrow mood they're like uh, the drinks brand you know they're like they do all different types of
1: yeah, I tried them yet, oh my but- god they're
0: so good. so good so good so good and i was chatting to them yesterday about this and I was like I remember going there and I seen everyone and now I'm actually I'm like oh my god I'm actually giving a talk in the well mind tent.
1: Well done. And so I love those moments where you're like whoa.
0: Yeah like have you ever got those moments like because obviously like as well going back to you this is like like you're you're like I remember working full time myself but you're like working full time as a pharmacist doing online you know being a mom to be being a wife you know having a presence like How do you keep yourself humbled?
1: Uh, I suppose like that moment for me was recently I went back. The RCSI Pharmacy Society asked me to come in and give a talk to the students. And I remember like I was so nervous. I was like, oh, my gosh, that's going to be me. Because I remember being a first year and having someone come in. There was a community pharmacist. And I even remember to this day, like I I was writing down everything they were saying. And I was just so humbled that they asked me to come in. So I guess I just feel grateful for like the opportunity to be developing like this and to be where I am in life. And, you know, it hasn't always come easy and I I work hard for everything that I do have. Um, But yeah, I'm just, I'm super happy right now, which is great.
0: Yeah, and then it's even like, how do you like to diminish sorry distinguish should I say from oh right that's my full-time job and then this is my like social media as well like how do you not get overwhelmed from doing the both because I remember when I was doing it I was like sometimes it can get so overwhelming
1: I still can and I'm not gonna lie sometimes I do feel like that because I'm trying like when I'm not in work it's so much easier to then, because I want to reply to people, I want to help people, but I think a lot of the times people reach out to me for like personal medical advice, which I can't give, but I'll always try and take the time to explain to them, look, I can't give you personal medical advice, but try and see your own local pharmacist, but I think, you know, I need to focus on my primary job, which is in the pharmacy, and then with my extra time when I'm feeling like I have the time and I'm not too stressed out then I dedicate that to Instagram but it can be hard to switch off because all it's a drug isn't it social media like all you want to do is reply to people and you know not make anybody annoyed or but you just have to listen to yourself and you know you can't pour from an empty cup so you have to just prioritize
0: yeah and is that something you've ever like struggled with is like your boundaries and letting people in and just people pleasing and stuff
1: big time so, my friend, one of my friend Emers, used to say that I had the disease to please. Like, you could ask me to do anything. And I'm like, I I just, <laughs> oh, and I'm still to my dad, Like, I am a little bit like that, but I'm really trying to just, especially since, you know, I'm going to be becoming a mom soon. You can't do everything for everyone. And you need to take time for yourself. And that's not selfish. And I suppose my old mindset was, well, I don't deserve that time. I have to please this person. I have to do this. And then at the end of the day like why are you doing all of those things you need to just focus on yourself and prioritize yourself and then help others
0: yeah no totally as well and like because then you're near like like you said you can't pour from an empty cup as well like like what made you kind of stop yourself in the tracks going right I have to give back to myself more
1: it was probably during college exams actually which is a couple, couple of years ago My Christmas exams were coming up, and I think like I had agreed to go to an event like every night of the week. I had to go to some rugby thing over the weekend. I had to study for my exams, and I was just so stressed. My skin was in bits. I had like chronic acne. I wasn't sleeping at all. I was so stressed. And I had an exam the following week. And I remember being in the study room and I was like trying to work. And there was just the sound of like a I don't know what it was, a teaspoon falling in the kitchen. It wasn't loud. And I went out and I was like, Would you all just be quiet? I'm trying to study. And I burst into tears. And my whole family turned around and was like, Oh my gosh, like, what is wrong with you? And I realized then that I was just doing too much and I needed to just take time for myself and say no to things. And that's when I kind of started to cut back a bit. And then ever since then, now I know not to overburden myself or burn myself out.
0: Yeah. Like, and it sounds like to me that you're pretty self aware.
1: Mm, yes. And that, that's hard. I think it's really hard to actually develop that because I was clueless before but now I definitely know I can get to a point where I need to just stop something or pull back or it's a great like I'm I'm so happy that I have developed that skill of self-awareness
0: yeah and like was that your pivotal point kind of to, like when where you said in college is that when you start to tap into that awareness as well or like how have you practiced that muscle over time
1: Um, definitely being away. So when I was cut off from, you know, my own friends, my own family, my own routine, and I had to just fend for myself as such, or, you know, discover what I liked, what I didn't like, because for so long, you're just doing things for the sake of doing them or because other people are telling you to do them. But, you know, I'm halfway across the world and I have nowhere to be, no one to meet. And it was just, I finally got to discover myself and who I am. And I think coming home, I was just such a better person in every way after discovering that
0: oh I love that and then what, what I love that like because I definitely can resonate with it so like from Australia because that only was like say what was that two years ago or yeah, yeah two years ago yeah. what have you discovered about yourself and learned about yourself in those like just space of two years
1: I guess that you know I can say no I don't have to please everyone because before that I would have cared so much about what others thought of me mm. but now I do not care at all, all I care about is my close friends, my family, my husband, anything aside from that, you know, it doesn't bother me. It doesn't weigh in on me the way that it used to. And I think that's really helped me. Um, and I suppose, yeah, just understanding like your why for doing everything. Um, I used to just kind of sleepwalk through life, I guess, and rush from one thing to the next. Whereas now I'm just so much more present and I'm aware of like who I'm spending my time with, what my surroundings are like and if I don't like those surroundings I'm in control of stepping away
0: yeah and what what is your why as you'd say your why in life
1: my why in life I personally think life is all about happiness and finding Mm. your happiness and making other people happy and you know I love to go into work and seeing all my friends in work happy or customers happy friends blah, blah 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 so I think for me just happiness is the root of everything so doing things Myself that make me happy, or doing things for other people that they'll appreciate. Like that's what it always resonates for me. Life is all about just being happy.
0: Yeah, and do you make yourself happy first over anyone? I want to know.
1: Well, my happiness will stem from making other people happy. Like I'll just mm. and just seeing him like smile. That just makes me instantly like dopamine hit. So I would yeah. say art Yes, I do things for myself, but making others happy is what makes me happy too.
0: Yeah, no, definitely. And I think happiness as well. Well, it looks good on you as well. And it's a thing that like, it's like, it's a journey. It's not a destination happiness. I think a lot of people like, what is your happiness? You know, people it's finding some people, it might be a new car. Some people, it might be a holiday, but like, what is happiness to you? Health,
1: family, feeling well within myself mentally. I think that's something I struggled with a lot growing up, and um, like mentally not feeling well. So I think now I never take that for granted. Mm. Um, and just seeing everybody I love, you know, in a good place and healthy. That's probably what happiness is for me.
0: Yeah that's so nice as well like it's it's not always having like whether yeah of course we need money to live but you don't need to be a millionaire to be happy you don't need to have so many followers to be happy like it's all that external validation but it's it's our sorry external world it's your internal world it's your people around you that make you happy and then even you said they're like you know struggling with a hard time when you were younger like mentally as well like you know self-reflecting on that as well.
1: Yeah and I think comparison as well like from talking to friends or from being at work and because I remember the other day someone said to me oh my god you're not even 30 and you're married and you're pregnant and blah blah, and all these things and I was like and he was that was weighing on you know and I just said well like comparison is the thief of joy if you're comparing your life to mine like we have totally different stories and you never know what is going on in someone's life or what they've had to go through to be where they are so like comparing is going to get you nowhere in life and once you realize that and you stop doing that and you just focus on yourself I think you truly become happier
0: yeah yeah and when was that moment for you that you were like oh I need to stop comparing like because when was that moment and how was it making you feel when you're comparing yourself
1: um I guess probably again going back to college And all of my friends were, you know, working full time and getting engaged. And I was, I didn't want to personally get married until I'd finished all my studies. But going back as a mature student for five years seemed like a great idea at the time. But I remember just feeling like, oh, God, I'm not there yet. And am I ever going to get there? But then I think when Rob and I went to New York one time, it was actually the time we got engaged. And I just felt like. Oh, my God, this is the moment. like the, every I have everything I want. I've worked really hard, and I just need to enjoy my own life and my own bubble and not care about what anyone else is doing.
0: Yeah. like it's literally staying in your own lane, isn't it? Yes, yeah. And like I think I've learned that as well that like I think social media is getting so fast now, like, you know, everyone's just sharing, you know, yeah what's going well for them and then you have TikTok there's just so much access there that you're like oh my god this is so over consuming and it's overstimulating as well you know how do you have that cut off point of going no no I'm not letting that in no like your blinkers on
1: yeah because I do think like social media can be great it can be so informative it can bring people together but then at the same time It can be really dangerous, and it's like Mm -hmm. a drug. You get addicted to it, and you can stop living your own life and start living in this whole social bubble. And but for me, like just switching off and making sure I spend at least one day like offline, not looking at my phone, and that's really important because it's so easy to just get caught up. Like I remember going for dinners years ago, and I wouldn't even be talking to the people there because I was too busy trying to take photos of the setting and this and that. And then I'm like, oh my God, think of all the memories you've missed out because Mm. in your life through your camera lens.
0: Yeah, Yeah. no, that's it. It's so important, isn't it?
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: And even with the younger generation as well now, do you know that way, like you can see that like, that's their realm. And I'm so lucky that I I grew up as a millennial, that like I literally, I remember when phones were coming out, like modems, like dial up, MSM messenger, like.
1: Yeah, I had a other <laughs> and that was my first phone. It was, I loved it. I had snakes and ladders and I was happy out.
0: <laughs> yeah, like Nokia 3210, like playing like snake.
1: Yeah, like sometimes
0: I think that was probably
1: simpler for children growing up because now at such a young age, they're exposed to like, you need to drink this misfit skinny tea to lose loads of weight or you need to use this on your skin. You need to get this lip drop, And it's just, it's so overwhelming. Like I couldn't deal with that if I was a young, impressionable girl. I definitely couldn't be on a site like like that. You need to manage
0: it wisely and that, that's hard to do. Yeah, yeah, big time. And like I, I, I even seen, like I remember there, there's a girl on she comes up on my free you pitch. I say she's only about 12 and she's there like using like the drunk elephant, like drops, her whole skincare routine, kerastase hair. I'm like, she's 12 years old and I'm like, oh, she's like, hi guys, So today I'm actually doing my routine. I'm like, oh my God, she's 12. I didn't even have makeup at 12.
1: No, gosh, I certainly didn't have makeup at 12.
0: No, yeah, I think I'm like, Oh my God, I think I was out rollerblading or, or playing like kiss chasing or something.
1: No, I think you need that time to, to be young and innocent and not be exposed to all of that, you know, but I guess that's just the the generation we're growing up in.
0: Yeah, and it's do you know what it is? And a big thing, which I literally only realised as well, you know, when you grow up as adults as well, I think a lot of us forget to have fun and laugh.
1: Yeah, oh, it was only yesterday in work. I came out with something so random but we all, you know when you're laughing so much you're crying and you cannot. <laughs> yeah and it is the best feeling ever like even thinking about it then later in the day made me like laugh again but I just think there's nothing better than a good laugh
0: oh I know that's it I just love something like so stupid you can just have a laugh together like you're rolling around like or even if it's with your partner your friend whatever it is do you know that way it's just like oh it's like just so precious isn't it and um, before we round up, because I could sit here all day talking to you and we've covered so much already, like in the pod, I'm not going to ramble on, but um, what advice would you give to your younger self? This is something I ask every one of my guests, but what advice would you give to your younger self?
1: I would say don't be so hard on yourself and you're never too old to learn something new. You know, time doesn't wait for anybody, so just go for it oh i love
0: that i love that so much and thank you so much jess for coming on today is being such a breath of fresh air talking to you
1: thank you so much emma i love that chat thank you
0: thank you and for anyone who wants to follow you on your socials page or reach out to you where can they find you
1: um my handle is Jess Redden one
0: <laughs> beautiful where well, you have a gorgeous day
1: you too thank you lovely
0: Well, that's it for today on another episode of Empower With Emma. We're really flying through them as the weeks go on. I absolutely love that chat with Jess. I just think she covered like so much and I could be chatting to her forever. Definitely give her a follow as like I follow her for so many reasons and she's just a beautiful soul as well and also in other news as well i have a workshop in the mason on the 22nd of april it's going to be from 10 to 1 it's a workout mind body spirit there's going to be lunch i'm giving an empowerment workshop and a reiki healing session i just think it's going to be amazing you can head over to my new website which is www.empowerwithemma.ie go into the workshops have a browse i have walks on there as well so it's basically a one-stop shop for all my events you can browse them and feel free to get in contact as well with me um i hope you love today's episode and i can't wait to see you and speak to you next week